let's bring in Congresswoman Nancy Mace from the great state of South Carolina. Uh, and Congresswoman, first of all, bravo to you. You were the first woman to graduate from Citadel. I'm a South Carolina graduate, mm-hmm. USC. Um, oh, awesome. And That's fantastic. You are creating fireworks, um, basically telling Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, to man up. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, absolutely. And if the DOJ and FBI won't do their job, we'll do it for them on oversight investigating the Biden family. Uh, they're up to nine Biden families now, and it's going to be tens of millions of dollars we'll be revealing through our investigation that was floating around in dozens and dozens of shell companies coming from places like communist China, Romania, Ukraine, Russia, et cetera. Uh, this thing is a hot mess. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a hot potato for the Biden administration right now. But we're going to get to the bottom of it and we're going to follow the facts wherever they go. You know, Congresswoman Mace, um, you gave a great line during uh, one of the recent press conferences when they were laying out all of the Biden family members. And you said, mm-hmm. why do you go through all these LLCs? It's like these shell companies. It's uh, the whole route looks so questionable if it's a, quote, legitimate mm-hmm. business. Explain that for our great well, listeners here. Yeah, no, that's right. The, the, the Biden family had a complex system of LLCs that they got paid through. And it was created to be complex, to be confusing. And if the media is confused, as they often are, uh, it was meant that way. And when you look at it, when you look at what we've seen, and the suspicious activity reports are confidential, we're not allowed to float them out to the public. But if you were to see what we saw and you combine it with the bank records and see shell company after shell company, it looks like classic RICO, racketeering, money laundering, wire fraud, you name it. Like, why does the president's grandchild nieces and nephews who are very young and aren't foreign agents, neither is his son, but current wives, ex-wives, a son, a brother. What do they need, need to do with all this, quote, seed money? What are they doing with it? Well, it looks like they just pocketed it, really, at the end of the day. And they were all, they were all on the payroll. Oh, they were all on the payroll. And, you know, some of these characters that were paying company A, then company A, get paid company B, then company B paid the Biden family. And, you know, we saw many multiple transactions where, Biden family cut was a third. They got 30% of everything. And we know, based on emails and texts off the laptop, that we know that the big guy got his 10% too. We know Hunter Biden also paid his bills. And and so when you add it all up, they're like, if this is not illegal, it should be. Uh, Judge Weinberg? Uh, Congresswoman, I want to ask you this question. Where is the quid pro quo? What did they, they, this family do that was so important that tens right. of millions of dollars were being given to them? What, what services would they be providing? You're right. And they, and they have yet to produce a business plan, by the way. They said that some of this money was, quote, seed money, but won't say what the seed money was for. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just unreal. And then the, me, the mainstream media is like, well, you didn't prove that Joe Biden did any of this. Well, this, none of this happens without Joe Biden. Like, I can't understand, you know, why you don't, See how we've connected the dots with the bank records, the revolving door at the White House, the plane flights that Hunter Biden was on. So give me a break. You know, I want to ask you, how politicized do you believe the FBI is? I want to hear your thoughts about sort of the background Uh, of it, because today there were fireworks hearings today. I know. Two words, Durham report. I mean, you, you look and see. And this is why and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, right now, I'm unhappy with both sides of the aisle for a lot of reasons. And I call the balls and strikes. I call it legacy. I call a spade a spade. But this is why people believe that there's a deep state. Because when you look at the Durham report, there was no evidence uh, going after the former president, love him or hate him. 
they made this stuff up. And, you know, we've been lied to over and over and over again, whether it's COVID-19 and, and whether it came out of a lab or not, where to wear, why to wear masks or not, the investigations into the former president. And, and you know, he's being indicted for misdemeanors when Joe Biden isn't being investigated for betraying his country with communist parties. I mean, I just, to me, it's just unreal. There's got to be more, there's got to be the same standard for everybody, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of your politics. There should not be a two-tier justice system. And there's a question, again, Congressman, there's a real question here about whether or not this president was compromised and it impacted on important policy decisions and our relationships with our adversaries and our allies. And it seems like every, by the way, all these investigations, too, of Hunter, how about them getting rid of the IRS, getting rid of all the basically investigation team? I mean, it's it's unbelievable, yeah. the double standard. And even even one of the guys, that, that Communist Chinese Party members, was investigated for collecting intel, right? And then one of the Romanians that paid the Biden family got convicted of corruption. I mean, it, you've heard President Biden's topics about Burisma, his public comments about Burisma in Ukraine, and, I mean, getting an attorney fired if he was going to investigate this, and all these things. And you're like, what the heck is going on here? Why have charges not been filed yet? And guess what? If the DOJ and FBI won't do their job, James Comer and the rest of the Oversight Committee, we're going to do their job for them. We will refer charges to the DOJ if that's what it takes. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it, it is amazing today, by the way, and we're going to have uh, Jim Jordan on the show uh, later on. Mm-hmm. He was talking a, about the whistleblowers, <laughs> the whistleblowers who mm-hmm. were saying, don't investigate some of these folks that were there on January 6th. And John, you've talked about this. Some of the folks that were there on January 6th who were just in the area. Who are like or peaceful protesters? Obviously, there's a difference between somebody who's doing a criminal activity, but the targeting. And they were saying, "Wait, wait, wait! Let's not target some of these people. Uh, these people just happen to be there on January 6, or were there, you know, just talking, or but not go- breaking in or breaking property or anything." Boy, uh, they were. Some of them were just vilified. Yeah, I mean, anytime that there's violence on the Capitol, it ought to be investigated. Is, is my take on it, especially for those that were assaulting police officers. That's something that all of us should be taking very seriously. Absolutely. Obviously, there were, you know, I don't know how many people there were there, but not all of them were committing crimes. And the ones that were committing the the crimes were the ones that should be investigated, charged, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Absolutely. Well, Congresswoman Nancy Mace, it is great to have you here. Keep fighting the good fight. And we love having you here on Cats and Cosby. Thank you, thank so, much. you so much. And thanks for doing a good job of representing South Carolina, my old stomping yeah, ground. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm dead. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much.